Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Um, today, we are doing something very special. We have a special guest today, Christy, who is at Fallon's Dynasty underscore. Say hi, Christy. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be with you. Yeah, this is super exciting. Um, so hopefully this episode isn't too long. Hopefully you guys stick with us because we are both very excited because this is the wedding episode of Fallon and Liam. Um, very exciting episode overall. So if we ramble on or <laughs> get too excited, please forgive us. So um, this is season four, episode two, Vows Are Still Sacred. So it was written by Josh Reams and Jenna Richmond, directed by Michael A. Alowitz, and it premiered on May 14th, 2021. The um, IMDb synopsis says, It's Fallon and Liam's wedding day, and Blake sits her down for a father-daughter talk. But it's not fatherly wedding advice she was expecting. Blake continues to fulfill his obligations, and Adam hosts an unexpected visitor. So, very interesting sounding episode. I was very, very excited for this episode to air. Did you watch this episode live? Yeah, I did. And I regret it. <laughs> I regret it because uh, all the live streams were freezing so badly oh, that no. night. Yeah, it's like when you want to use the internet connection to send a very important email and suddenly the internet connection doesn't work. Oh, I know. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the same thing happened that night with the live streams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. It, it was awful. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. So we start off and we see, um, you know, Fallon waking up in bed, Liam sitting at the table right next to her. And it's so cute. They're both like super, super excited to get married, um, especially after all the crazy drama that went down at their rehearsal dinner, you know, right? Um, Blake finding out that Crystal cheated on him with the priest, Crystal finding out he slept with Laura Van Kirk, and both Liam and Fallon finding out that Blake slept with Laura Van Kirk. <laughs> that was crazy. So funny. Yeah. Um, so she already is, you know, kind of making jokes about how um, her and Liam's wedding is cursed because she slept with the groom pre-wedding. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't know how much yep. that will foreshadow this episode. But um, she said they're not worrying about tradition. Um, they kind of, you know, just want to have a great day. Sam's going to perform the ceremony, um, which is really nice. I'm glad that they did that because he has been, you know, definitely very vital to their relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's been a really I, big part. He's he's the biggest fanboy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then Liam, like, you know, is being all cute. He's like, I finished writing my vows. Like, um, I don't. And he's like, do you want to hear a little bit? And she's like, no, I don't want to be bored. You know, them just being cute yeah. and like joking around with each other is my favorite. I love little domestic phallium. Um and then he, like, leans in for a kiss, and she's like, no, no kissing. Oh, so now she remembers tradition. Yeah, mm. <laughs> now at this point, you know, even though they already, you know, they don't have an official, like, officiant. He probably, Sam probably just got, like, ordained online, all that fun stuff. So as much as I wish that this episode was just based on Fallon and Liam's wedding, we do have um, some other characters that are going through other stuff as well, you know, like, um... Blake, who had the refinery explosion, so he 
is trying to get a lot of money back to pay for this loan in like four hours, which... Yes. Uh, I, I have to say that I had the opportunity today to rewatch that episode. And as I said before, um, the live streams were freezing badly that night. So uh, today was the day that I actually got that storyline and what went down. Yeah, same here. So it's, it's so, it's so uh, I don't know, interesting. Oh, because, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I can't believe that I, I went on for, you know, watching the entire season without, uh, without having that puzzle piece uh, in the right place because I, I didn't know how Blake lost the manor. And in that episode... Yeah. I, I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's really helpful for me too, like rewatching these for this because especially for this episode, I was so excited for the wedding part of it that I kind of not ignored, but um, I almost like, I don't want to say it in like a mean way that I wasn't paying attention, but I was so excited for the wedding that kind of everything else didn't register in my brain all the way. Um, yeah, I get it. So... Rewatching it now and I'm able to rewatch it with like, you know, a, a completely clear mind because I know what happens. It's yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like finding out exactly, you know, what happened for all this stuff. It's definitely very yes. helpful. Yeah, but you know, it's, uh, it's okay because when you're excited to see where your favorite characters will go and what they're gonna be up to um it's easy to miss the business part going on so right yeah <laughs> so I guess it's you know common thing for all dynasty fans oh yeah absolutely especially Fallon and Liam fans yes <laughs> I mean it's the, it's the wedding episode I Who know cares about the rest exactly <laughs> okay so um <laughs> So Blake has to repay like a lot of money in and he has like a deadline of like four hours, I think it is at the beginning of the episode. And yeah, Adam is four. Adam is trying to figure out, you know, he's trying to help him. Um, and then yeah. all of a sudden, right. <laughs> when has Adam tried to help anything? <laughs> um, and then Crystal walks in, which I mean, Based off of last episode, or yeah, last episode, I was kind of shocked when I saw this. You know, I was like, oh, she's back, even though she said she was going to be staying at La Mirage for a little while, especially because, you know, she's upset that he cheated on her, which I don't understand why she's upset that he cheated on her because she cheated on him. So I think it should just cancel each other out, but I'm not in their relationship, so I'm not sure, I guess. Um, yeah, but I, I think that. Um... Crystal wasn't only mad about the the cheating part. I think she has been bottling up a lot of stuff because Blake's character is, I don't know, all about uh, business, power, exactly. money, and yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's the same. So she, she doesn't get these parts of Blake and she, she would definitely love to see them change. Exactly. And she kind of mentions that in this scene as well. She's kind of like, you know, um, I understand CA is important to you, but 
I'm your wife, I should be important to you as well. Um, But she's basically comes back and she's like, I just wanted to get ready here. You know, like my closet and my mirrors are much nicer than they are at the hotel. And this is Fallon's day. So we're not going to let our relationship struggles um, Uh kind of deter her or make her emotion go down because it's her wedding day. So it's kind of nice that Crystal said that, you know, she doesn't want to bring the drama into this important day for Fallon and Liam. Uh huh. Um, and then we go over to Sam. Sam and Ryan or Scorpio. I'll I'm <laughs> gonna be referring to him as both, or because <laughs> I never remember, you know, which one I should use. So Sam, uh, Ryan and Scorpio, same person. Um, they kind of had they kind of went down the Fallon and Liam route too. If um, you remember in the season three finale, they got married, and they didn't yeah. know. <laughs> so I, I remember that. Yeah. So they got they went down the Fallon and Liam route, but um, it kind of looks like, but at I least in this first I'm, scene. I'm sorry, I, I, I was gonna say that they did went down uh, the Fallon Liam road, but I think they kind of lack the chemistry. I yeah. don't, I don't know why. I don't see it for some reason. Yeah, at least for right now, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, because he, especially in this scene, he looks very disinterested. And then um, he figures out that Ryan has been lying to him, you know, about all these different things, living in New Orleans um, and all this different stuff. And he, you know, Sam kind of, he's kind of over it. He's like, you know, this isn't going to work out. Sorry, kind of thing, you know, because he doesn't want people yeah, to but lie. I don't, I don't get it because... Sam lied his way to the manor. Exactly, the I know. <laughs> and he, I don't know, he's so judgmental right now, and I, I don't get it. But but it's cute. It's Sam, so yeah. everything he does is kind of cute. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and especially with you know the whole season three drama with Fletcher and Fletcher being married, but in an open relationship, and Sam kind of you know was like thrown into the middle of that. I want him to have a good relationship with someone. Yeah, I want that for him too. Yeah. But I, don't, I miss Steven. I know, I me Steven too. So they were great together. Yes. Um, and so basically after that, we see um, Adam and he is at Jeff and Alexis's house, which, you know, kind of like you said earlier, Christy, like, uh-oh, is Adam really helping Blake? Turns out not because he's giving all the information that Blake was telling him to Jeff and Alexis who are the two people probably that want to get back at Blake the most right now and are going to want to destroy him, for lack of a better term, I guess, Um, and destroy Carrington Atlantic. Yeah, that's Jeff's and Alexis's thing. Exactly. That's their whole, like, whole thing right now is to just get back at Blake. So Adam is feeding him, or feeding them, sorry, all of this information. So we'll see where that goes. Um, and then we go into a new scene with Fallon. And this scene, I love it. You know, she's choosing different shoes that she wants to wear. Um, Alexis and Sam and Kirby are there as well. Um, they're just having a good time choosing different shoes. And she mentions that she played Fontaine in Les Miserables, which is awesome because I love Les Mis. I thought that was cool, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> She mentions that her and Liam are making their own vows and they're going to read them to each other. How sweet is that? Yep. That's I, so sweet. I, I, know. Was, I, 
I was so excited for this. Me too, especially because Liz was teasing the song that she wrote. Like, she was like, it's in this episode, it's in this episode. And we heard, like, a snippet of it in the first episode. I was so pumped because I knew that that was going to be her vows. Yeah, I mean, that's so sweet. And, oh, my God. It's something that, uh, I don't know, I, I love how, you know, they, they, they uh, swapped the roles of, uh, the man and the woman in Fallon and Liam's relationship. I mean, we're so used to seeing male characters um, do something a bit extra for the their lady. Exactly. And, and now we see Fallon being the one doing this and, yeah. you know, the rest of the time being cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, I think that's so special because, you know, as we've seen throughout the course of the show she has had kind of a hard time with relationships. And I think that stems off of the fact that her parents never really had a good relationship. Um, And so she just, you know, wanted to find that one person who really cared about her for her and exactly who she was. And, you know, she wouldn't have to change, you know, like with Colhane, he wanted her to be this certain person all the time. And like, Mm -hmm. I think he genuinely did care about her and she cared about him. But he just wanted her to be someone that she wasn't, you know? And then obviously the Jeff thing didn't work out because they're cousins, so. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's a detail I wanted to forget. (laughs) Yeah, me too. But they uh, never let us forget that. They bring it up all the time. Oh my God, I'm cringing. (laughs) I know. But at least with Liam, you know, he has been with her since, not like like romantically, but like just as a person has been there for her even when she was with other people and he was always like you can be yourself around me like you just be exactly who you are and he fell in love with her for that yeah and and I think he fell in love with her twice because he did have amnesia absolutely yeah for sure and and also I think that Liam is the person that has seen her worst and he was down for it still I I mean, I adore the guy. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's such like a, he's like a puppy. The best way I could like describe it. Oh my God, yes. That's that's the word, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So I um, think that uh, that was amazing that she, you know, decides, is going to decide to like write this song for him and um, just show her, just show him how much she really cares for him and how much he has had had an impact on her life. So that's awesome. Um, so she finally stands up. She chooses heels, some really high heels, might I add. They are very tall. <laughs> and then um, she falls, and you can, like, hear the crack, like, in her oh foot. Ah! Yeah. It, like, made me cringe. But uh, I could feel the pain. I know. Me too. <laughs> it was not fun. Um, but and now she's like, well, I can't walk. But so she, so she says, and I quote, I'm not wearing flats, not today, not ever. I'd rather crawl. So she is adamant on not wearing flats on her wedding. <laughs> oh, Fallon. She loves her heels, though. Yeah. She's, she's always wearing heels. Always. And, you know, I kind of hate this because even though she, she does look great, um, I love it when her and Liam have a height difference. Yes. I mean, there was a certain scene, I think, that she was uh, in flats and they, they had these little cute height difference. And I don't know. 
I wanted to see more of that. Yeah, I think that'd be really nice too. But, you know, she she likes her flats. I mean, her heels, that's for sure. So <laughs> she is just going to be stubborn about it. Yeah, um, like everything else. Exactly. Um, but she does something really sweet though. And she asks Alexis to walk her down the aisle with Blake, which I think is like... Such a nice thing that she asked because she has had rocky relationships with both Blake and Alexis in the past. And so I think the, especially with Alexis. Yeah. So the fact that she asked her, even if it was just for, like, help, I definitely think she, like, deep down kind of meant it and wanted both of her parents to walk her down. Yes, because, um, but it, it, it was so nice of her and so thoughtful because she didn't even have to ask Alexis to walk her down the aisle. I mean, the tradition says that the father uh, gives away the daughter. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It was so sweet of her. And we don't see Fallon being like that with Alexis a lot. Right. So, yeah. it was kind of special. Oh, absolutely. I loved it. Um, and... So she's in pain, which kind of sucks, you know, she, I don't know what happened to her ankle. I don't know if she broke it or sprained it or something like that, but she's in pain, unfortunately, but she asks Sam to help her down to the sitting room, I think. I don't really know if they have a room for it, but um, the room with a piano where they are at a lot. Um, And she's like, I need to finish my song, which I don't know why she waited until like three hours before her wedding to finish the song. Yeah, I, I I didn't get that either. I mean, <laughs> she hadn't finished her song. I know. She, she hadn't picked picked out her shoes. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is what stuff was... that should be happening months before. Exactly. I, I don't get it. But I don't know. You got to do what you got to do, I guess. Um, uh-huh. So going back from wedding talk, um, we see Dom kind of chasing Blake throughout the manor. <laughs> Um, Because she's currently living there. So she finds, like, this piece of paper, and it says that um, their father, Thomas Carrington, left her rights to all the minerals underneath Carrington Manor. So, like, any of, like, the rubies or diamonds or, you know, any sort of, like, crystal-type thing they find, Dominique, like, is legally owning them, something like that. So she's kind of, like talking to Blake and being like, hey, like, I know you own the rights, but I own whatever is underneath the land, you know, being like, you should probably get in business with me. And and Blake is so annoyed at that scene because he he's is. like, um, it's Fallon's wedding. Don't bother me and stuff like that. And yeah, even though he's spending it on like, this oil yes, thing. Exactly. He just doesn't yeah. have time for Don. He's over Don. It's, it's funny how... Every single character uh, has said that. It's Fallon's wedding day. Yeah. And then they all go and do their own thing. Exactly. And no one cares about Fallon's wedding day. <laughs> I know. So um, in the last episode, we learned about Anders going to Billings, Montana to like meet with this woman who I think took care of Adam's um, adoptive mom when she was sick. And so we see her again, but this time she's in the loft. And she came to Adam and she's basically telling him that Anders um, was accusing Adam of helping his um, adoptive mom overdose or like he killed her and stuff like that. And 
she's kind of blackmailing Adam for money. She's like, I can make sure that Anders doesn't find anything out if you give me a price, of course, you know. But mm-hmm. I would not think it's the best decision to blackmail Adam. Um, nah, 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 nah. Definitely not. Yeah, he's not the nicest dude. Um, but he's he looks nice. He, he can be nice, but uh, he really is not, I think. He's yeah. kind of a psycho boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's definitely one of those characters where you like, you hate to love him and you love to hate him. Like he, which means he's doing something right as an actor, Sam Underwood. He, if you like don't like a character, but you also love to not like them, that means that the actor, you know, is like playing them in a way where they're doing a great job. Yeah, totally agree. I used to to hate Adam because of what he did to Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that in season four, I kind of got used to him or I don't, I'm not going to say that I love him, but he's interesting and, yeah. you know, I, I enjoy watching him. Yeah. And he's definitely developed from when we first saw him in that episode where they were in France. Um, yeah. he's definitely gotten less, I don't know if it's less crazy, but less outwardly crazy like he's kind of he's not doing a lot of like what am I I don't really know what I'm trying to say but like a lot of like stuff that's more internal I guess kind of more of like I'm gonna manipulate you versus like I'm gonna physically hurt you I mean he physically hurt Liam in season two but at least in season three he kind of was like he was just focusing on Alexis more so he didn't really have time to like hurt anyone else so I think the development was definitely really interesting with his character between season two yes. and season four isn't it ironic though how he's a doctor and he's I know exactly <laughs> he's he's a, like a psychopath and he's a doctor he's like I would not want to go to Adam for my doctor no I, I wouldn't I want to I wouldn't want to do that either yeah I because mean. I, I don't know what his motives are you know but I guess we'll see for the rest of season four um, uh-huh. yeah. how he acts as a doctor so we'll see if he does good or bad things I don't know maybe he just does bad things to the Carringtons and he does good things to everyone else I'm not sure we'll see we'll see yes definitely so we go into the little piano room and Fallon is sitting with her leg up kind of and her foot is on an ice pack that was so funny. I know. You gotta elevate it though. I mean, she's got the right idea. So And and she also gave us a, a little uh preview of the yes. song because she was, she was humming it and it was so sweet. Oh I know. It's such a pretty melody on piano too. So we got that little sneak peek, which was awesome. I was so excited for that. Um and then Blake, you know, comes over and he switches out her ice pack and she's like, Thank you and She's kind of questioning, like, why he's being so sweet. Because he, think, you know, never usually does this. He's not very much of, like, a yeah. sweet type of person, I guess you could say. Um, so she asks him, though, she's like, hey, like, would it be okay with you if Alexis walks with us down the aisle? And he's like, 
yeah, absolutely no problem. And then all of a sudden she's talking to him again and he just gets a phone call and just leaves. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she saw that coming. I yeah. mean, he's Blake. I exactly. think it's so funny in that scene that she's still wearing the heels. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Her, it's like her slippers are like heels. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. So, so typical of her. Exactly. Yeah. So Fallon. Um, we go to this one scene where it's in a car and like Shelly Duncan that we saw, you know, in the loft with Adam, we find out that she's actually working with Anders. So she's working with Anders to, or no, Anders is blackmailing Shelly to blackmail Adam. So it's kind of like Inception or something. This is a double agent. Exactly. Um, and, but Anders is thinking that, you know, he wants to get Adam out of the way because if Adam really did hurt his adoptive mom, what's stopping him from hurting the Carringtons and stopping him from hurting Kirby? And so I can understand where Anders is coming from, you know? I mean, Adam has shown us in the past that he's not a great guy. So, you know, he could hurt Kirby. So Anders is just being like, you know, like a dad, he's trying to just look out for his daughter and make sure that she doesn't get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, Anders is is right to be scared of Adam absolutely. and what he might do to Kirby because especially what he did to Alexis was evil, was oh, pure yeah. evil. Pushing someone I mean, into the fire? Yes. and That's like a felony. Yeah, I know that um, it's Dynasty, so Alexis recovered and... I don't know. Yeah, uh, we went from... It, they needed an excuse to go yeah, from Nicolette when, Sheridan to Elaine. Yeah, I mean, she recovered and she, she became so hot and so good-looking and mm-hmm. she looks even younger now. I know, I, I think love The Elaine. actress is younger, but in real life, if this thing happened, I mean, she would never recover, I think. Oh, yeah, she'd probably have some really bad burns and stuff like that. But, yes, you know, is... it's Dynasty. They got to make an excuse for an actor change. <laughs> exactly. But at least we don't have a new Crystal this season, so that's nice. Yeah, but I do miss Crystal number two. She was my favorite Crystal. <laughs> yes, I loved her. But I, I really like Daniela, too. I don't I don't know. I, it's not that I don't like her. It's that she has such... Um, such a calm spirit and her acting is completely different. And I really liked uh, the spark uh, that crystal number two had. Um, So, and the hair, I mean, her hair. (laughs) She's very nice hair, yeah. We're so shiny, yes. I definitely definitely agree. Um, I do think they have very different acting styles, but um, I really do like the way that Daniela has been portraying Crystal so far in season four. Um, and it, it's sometimes it's hard for me to remember that season three and season four Crystal are technically the same Crystal in the storyline as season two Crystal is. Um, yes, they're completely different. Yeah, it's, but I I really don't want to like say anything bad about Daniela. I think she's a great person. Um, and the fact that she, you know, she was able to, um, you know, jump onto this in like a show that had already been established to a character that has already been established by someone else. I think she's yeah. done a really good job. And I hope, you know, future seasons, she continues to 
shine and continues to give more life to Crystal. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I always wondered why the writers uh, just, uh, I don't know, they, they decided to change the character completely, like the way it's written. I mean, um, I think it's not just the actress. I think they're written differently. Yeah. For example, uh, Crystal number two uh, was so into football. And <laughs> do you remember her scenes where she was watching uh, the game and yeah. she was cheering? And I don't know. It, I, I haven't, we haven't seen Crystal number three <laughs> do that at yeah, all. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that maybe there has been a little bit different of writing for her. I don't know if that's based off of the fact that Daniela has a little bit of a different acting style in the way that mm -hmm. she portrays Crystal. Um, so I don't know if they, you know, kind of yeah, like so wrote her character the, different. Mm -hmm. I think the preferences um, differ, you know, um, if you prefer the writing style that they used for Crystal number two, then you like Crystal number two. If you prefer the writing style that they used for Crystal number three, then you like Crystal number three. I don't think it has much to do with uh, the actresses or their skills. Uh, so I think they're both doing great. Yeah, absolutely. So next we have like kind of like a break, uh, Blake and Crystal scene. So Blake gets um, a call or he calls the guy that's like doing the loan and he's like, um, hey, like, so what's going on? Do we have the tankers yet? Um, are you going to be able to kind of like make up for the fact that we lost a bunch of this stuff? And the guy's like, oh, um, yeah, you have two hours to pay $100 million to the bank if you want this. Also, I sold the loan to someone else. <laughs> and Blake's like, are you kidding? He's like, what's going on? And so yeah. Crystal kind of confronts him and she's like, why is the funding to the hospital and our program not going through? He's And Blake's like, uh, well, I'm out of oil. So I kind of took the money out of the hospital so that I could pay <laughs> it back. And she's like, are you kidding me? She's like, you're taking money out of this place where people where we need to have money in charity money i mean come on exactly That's like so low of him he's a billionaire taking charity money oh my god i know so that was crazy but blake has the audacity to then ask crystal if she can ask her dad for a loan and she's like uh no like that's crazy <laughs> Yes, it's like uh, I was. I've been trying to cut ties with my family, and now you want me to go back to them and ask them for money too. Right, exactly. Yeah, she's like, and then she brings up the fact that CA has destroyed Blake. You know, with their family and him being so focused on it, it's kind of destroyed their relationship. He kind of seems like he cares more about it than he cares about Crystal, which kind of sucks. You know, because you should definitely put the person you're married to above business. Um, but mm -hmm. he is just money hungry and he just wants to get more and pay off this loan. And then she leaves and walks out by saying, nothing would make me happier than to watch CA crash and burn. Ouch. Yeah. Dang, Crystal. <laughs> but 
uh, she's right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I definitely see where she's coming from. I think that if we were in her shoes, we'd say the same thing. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so now we get to one of my favorite scenes, or I guess it's not favorite, but the beginning of it is, it's when Fallon is showing her wedding dress to Kirby and Alexis. Her wedding dress is so pretty. Yeah. It's and like simple and elegant and classy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was expecting Fallon to wear something a bit extra. Oh, Yeah. I was expecting, I don't know, diamonds on it. <laughs> yeah, I honestly was expecting something different. Like, I wasn't expecting her to kind of go this simple but elegant route. I mean, it definitely does look a lot like Liz's wedding dress for when she got I married. I think it was supposed to be Liz's uh, wedding dress. Yeah, That's like what some... she said. It was yeah, her she... uh, second choice or something. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, I'm really glad. That's really cool that they put that in there. Um, and I definitely yeah, think because it was... Now... She, she wore them, you know, both. She, she, she wore the one in her real wedding and the other one in her fictional wedding. Right, exactly. So she kind of got to wear, she got to wear both, which is really cool. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it looked great on her. It was super pretty, super nice that it was just kind of simple because she wears very extravagant extravagant clothes on the daily <laughs> like some of her yeah, outfits I mean, isn't like, it weird that she decided to go simple on her wedding day i kind of like it though i mean she wears like it'll be like a tuesday and she's wearing the most extravagant like dolce and gabbana dress <laughs> that i'm like i kind of like that it was just you know it was plain white strapless a really beautiful like fit and flare kind of form to it and then like the little buttons on the back i really really thought it was beautiful and kirby and alexis did too they loved it i don't know why alexis is wearing like silvery white <laughs> yeah, that's what i was thinking about <laughs> i was like you're not supposed to wear like white or silver is close to white one of those two to a wedding, <laughs> there was a I'm scene like... where alexis oh it's later in the episode but alexis was like um uh the the bride's uh, mother is the second most important yeah. person in the wedding. So, yeah, I kind of get her choice of, you know, wearing white. Yeah, she also just wants attention. <laughs> yes, it's it's Alexis. It is, absolutely. Um, she and, stole her daughter's face once. Yes, exactly. That was more Adam, though. Yeah, but I can't say that she hated it. No, absolutely. Really. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um, but we, so Blake knocks on the door and we have a really like sweet moment. He's like, you know, uh, this is a great moment for you. Like, I'm really proud of you, stuff like that. You know, he's being really sweet. And you can, t you can see, um, it's kind of cut off by the bottom of the screen, but Fallon's playing with her ring, which is really cute that she does that. She does that a lot since she's gotten mm -hmm. it um and then blake's hits her with the bad news he goes so there is an emergency at ca that um i need to go over and he's basically saying a bunch of the stuff about it and she's like is this your way of trying to like get money out of me <laughs> he's like uh yeah she's like and she's not having it no not at all she's like this is my wedding day and you're asking me for money. And he, and it's not like he just asks her for like a couple hundred bucks. He asks her for a hundred million dollars. 
which it might is, be like a, a hundred bags for Fallon, but whatever. <laughs> but still, like a hundred million dollars to a millionaire—that's still kind of a lot, you know. Whereas, like maybe like a thousand dollars wouldn't be. But like she's like absolutely not. She's like. And then she figures it out. She's like, this is why you've been so nice to me all day and why you're letting Alexis walk down the aisle with us. She's like, you're just trying to, like, get me into a good mood so that I'll give you $100 million. But no, absolutely, that's but not I happening. I don't think that was true, though. He didn't know back then that uh, he wouldn't get more time or that uh, they would sell the loan to someone else. Yeah, but I think he's still kind of knew that that wasn't that needed to be an option just in case yeah okay i agree that, yeah. that's very blake of him so thinking out all of the stops and like even if i don't get the loan i'm gonna have to get this money because he doesn't have that much money right now so yeah he's like i think he was trying like it wasn't his first option but he definitely needed to try it uh mm-hmm. later in the day um so blake blake has really lost his billionaire status status at this point right yeah kind of whoa yeah it was definitely due to the refinery explosion he lost a lot of oil and that's what carrington atlantic is is they're like an oil energy company they you know sell the stuff to other companies i don't really know how it works i'm not in the oil business but but it's weird though doesn't he own more companies because i think he does why yeah, didn't I think he just so. sell? I don't know. They didn't really explain that in this episode. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. All right. So, um, so um, Blake calls the bank for an extension on the loan. And, you know, like I said earlier, they're like, yeah, we sold it to someone else. And yeah. he's like, I'll transfer you to the person we sold it to. And Alexis picks up the phone. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. Blake's like, are you kidding me? So he basically is like, what's going on? And they're like, well, because you can't pay for the loan, the bank gets to take all your assets away from you. But since we bought the loan, we are technically the bank in this situation, so we can take all this stuff from you. So Alexis and Jeff get to take the manor from Blake. They get everything that he put up in case he wasn't able to pay this loan. It's kind of like a gambling thing. He's like, okay, I'll put in the manor and like other stuff. If I can't pay this back to you, you are, you can take this from me. You know, even though I was so mad at Blake at this point of the episode, it still felt wrong when Alexis took the manor. I don't know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It has to be Blake's. He has to be in it. I don't know. He has that Carrington vibe, Mm -hmm. um, the head of the family and stuff. And I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Um, So this causes, you know, like Jeff's like, oh, but we're going to be nice. We're going to let you have it for the next like 40 minutes and you can have it for the rest of the date for the wedding. But as soon as the wedding is over, you need to get out. And so this causes a fight between um, Blake and Jeff. And then the camera pans over and we see Fallon standing there. And she sees Blake and Jeff fighting. And she heard about Alexis being manipulative towards Blake. And she's pissed. She's like, I don't know why I ever thought that this day could be normal, that my parents could be normal. But don't walk me down the aisle anymore. And so... 
We go outside now. Cute little Liam is taking oh, his yeah, wedding so photos. <laughs> yes, he's so cute. Um, and so she walks up to him and she's like limping. And, you know, he's like super concerned. He's like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, just thinking of her first, which is so sweet. So Liam of him. It very, exactly. And she's like, let's just leave. She's like, this place has some bad vibes right now. Let's just go. I get the wedding is more for the guests anyways, like the party aspect of it. And she's like, she abducted the groom. Yeah. She's like, let's just go. Let's go to the last place that everything was perfect. Yeah. And, you know, at this scene, I remember their quote, um, let's run away together, baby, you and me till the end of time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Um, and I, at this point watching it, I was like, oh my God, are they going to go get married at like town hall? And like, you know, cause that place is super meaningful towards them. That's the place where they first got married. So I was like, oh, they're going to go get married there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, doesn't really happen, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. So Fallon and Liam reveal that they're at a high school. They're at her high school, which is weird i don't know i don't like the fact that they did that Um, well she she was nostalgic all day yeah but i wouldn't want to get married in my high school yeah me neither (laughs) (laughs) so that's where they are liam you know is kind of messing around on the piano he's like ladies and gentlemen welcome to the production of fallon and liam's wedding (laughs) you know just super super cute yeah, and that was he almost revealed their location by yeah. doing that because she was on the phone with Blake. Yeah, um, so yeah. she's like, Liam, stop, or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then she texts Kirby and she's like, Kirby, like, are you coming? Um, bring me flats, <laughs> or she actually sends like the emoji of like sneakers, I think, which is like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> Fallon wearing flats. First of all, just flats, but second of all, sneakers, sneakers. It's like, wow, something she just must be really just done with the day and done with everybody else. But I think she mentioned something about her her uncle being uh, swollen and at the size of, a, I don't know, grapefruit, did yeah, she say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she probably so needs something comfy. This, yeah. Um, so Kirby goes into Fallon's room to pick out um, some just different pairs of flasks for her. And Evan's in there. Evan, like the one who was sabotaging all of the wedding stuff in the first episode. Um, he was in there and he, he like confronts Kirby. He's like, what are you doing here? Where's Fallon? She's like, I don't know. I'm just grabbing this up for it. And he's like, that's a lie. And then he stabs her. Yeah, I mean, I was so shocked when he did that. Me too. He stabbed that's- her. Such a psycho boy. Literally, yeah. That's how I call him. I don't even call him by his name. I know. It was insane. Like, I can't, like if that was Fallon, he would have stabbed Fallon. No, I don't think he would because he wanted to marry Fallon, not her corpse. So. Well, I know, but he had a knife <laughs> with her. He didn't know Kirby was in the room. He thought Fallon was there. But... I think he only stabbed Kirby in order for her to not ruin his plans of abducting Fallon. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
I mean, still, he could have done that in other ways besides stabbing Fallon. Yeah. But, I mean, stabbing Kirby, sorry. But he ends up leaving, like, a bloody handprint on the door. Yeah. And, but then we go back to Fallon and Lima's the theater, and, you know, they're just being cute and talking. She's like, this is where, like, I, you know, I went on stage as a character, and I really liked it. And Fal- and Liam's like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. Like, that would have been so cute if he was in the audience for her shows. Um, But Sam arrives, and she's texting, Fallon's texting Kirby, and she's like, where are you? And the message on the phone, Kirby says, she'll be right there. But we know that that's not Kirby, because she's currently bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So Evan took her phone. So... Yeah. So so far, nobody knows what happened to Kirby. Um, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, they they they're all thinking that she's just just I don't shoes. know caught up in something. Yeah, or she's running late, or the, there's traffic. Yeah, she's still picking out the shoes. Um, but then we go to but yeah. How could they have imagined that she's stabbed and bleeding on the floor? Exactly. <laughs> So we go to a um, Alexis and Dominique scene and, you know, Dominique's revealing to her that she has, um, like, legal, she's legally own. oh my gosh, I can't even speak. She legally owns the rights to all the minerals underneath Carrington Manor. And she's kind of asking Alexis, like, you want to buy it? Kind of like that. And Alexis is like, uh, no. They're kind of just, you know, playing each other. A little bit. And Dawn's yeah. trying to, like, get her to do all this stuff. But we go back to um, the wedding. They're sitting on the piano together. Little Fallon and Liam. They're so cute. And Colhane walks in, which is like, oh, okay. Weird. And Fallon's like, well, we don't know where Kirby is, so you can be our witness, I guess. And he's like, are you guys getting married in the high school? And she's like, well, yeah, I mean, we have the minister here. We have a witness. We're both here. So so uh, let me get this straight. They're getting married in Fallon's high school yeah. on the stage. Uh, the witness is Fallon's ex-fiance. Yeah. And the priest is Sam. <laughs> yeah. So a very <laughs> unconventional normal. group of people. But, um, yeah, so it's super cute. So basically Sam's like, all right, like, get ready. Like, come in your places kind of thing. And it's so cute because they, like, found Liam take a deep breath at the same time while they're holding hands, you know. It's so, so yeah. sweet. <laughs> um, just uh, This is just us fangirling right now. Yeah, if, you can, <laughs> um, if you keep describing the scene, I'm going to just start making cat noises. Exactly, literally. <laughs> but so Sam says some really nice things. Um, you know, he's like, you guys have been through a lot together. And then his phone rings. And this is one of my favorite lines that Fallon has ever said. So Sam's like, oh, it's Ryan. And she's like, if his last name is not Gosling, do not answer it. (laughs) Which is so funny. Because I'm like, why would you keep your ringer on for this? Like, this is crazy. (laughs) And and then Sam goes, uh, you know, he's about to hang up. And then he just decides that... He wants uh, Ryan to watch his pitch, which is so Sam of him because he's such a show off and I love it. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) Sam answers the call and both Fallon and Liam are like, are you kidding? Like, this is not the time (laughs) to do this right now. Um, 
And Sam's like, oh, we're going to talk about our relationship, but actually just give me five minutes. And then he hands the phone to Colhane. He's like, Ryan, just listen to my speech. And so (laughs) they now have this guest they don't know. And Liam's like, let's get this over with so we can live happily ever after, which is so sweet. Yeah, Yeah, Um, the look Fallon gave him. Yeah, she was like, do not say that like that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so Sam, you know, just saying like these super nice things. He's like, this is, a, you guys met in a crazy way, but when something's meant to be, it's meant to be. And it can take you even just five minutes to realize it. But um, he's like, it didn't take any of us a long time to realize that you two are meant to be together and you should be together. Aww. He's like, and now it's it's your turn for the vows. And so Fallon's like, well, instead of, just writing vows. I wrote a song for you, and Liam's little face is so cute. Oh my god! And so she performs. I'm cry. I know, me too. So she performs more than me, which is beautiful. Liz actually wrote it herself, which is or with her husband, I think too. Um, and it's so so cool that she actually you know wanted to put in that time and effort because nobody knows Fallon better than her. She plays her. Yeah. So, she knows exactly, you know, what they've been through, how to write this song that is so personal to Liam and says, you know, like the first line is a courthouse in the rain where we begin. That's only, only prevalent to her and Liam's relationship. I'm having goosebumps right now. <laughs> Just yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same here. And I love the fact that she says, um, I love you more than me because, you know, I guess some people could definitely call Fallon kind of selfish, whether she is doing it on purpose or not. But she's like, this is the first time that I've ever loved someone more than I love myself. And he, little Liam is, I guess he's not little. I just call him that because he's so cute. Yeah, but he's he's like all teary-eyed. And he's like, you want me to read my boring vows after that? But his vows So so he simply promised her that he will never let her go. And he'll hold on tight. Oh, my God. And he'll shout it. And he shouts it in the theater. He's like, I love you, Fallon Carrington, which I love, like, (laughs) proclamations of love like that, you know, where they kind of shout it. And he's like, I expected more people to hear that. And she's like, it's okay. I heard it. And he's like, that's all that matters is that you hear it. And so then they get married. They're so excited to put the little rings on each other. I call everything little. I don't know. I'm sorry if I keep doing that. <laughs> I think anything that's cute is little. So they put the rings on and then Sam's like, you guys can kiss. And so they kiss and it's so cute. And now they're married. Yay. Yay. Until. <laughs> I know. Um, so then we get to a scene with, um, I never remember his name. The, the pastor guy. Collins, right? Father um, Collins, something like that. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't remember his name either. I just I I think it's Father Collins. Yeah, I I always call him um, Crystal's priest. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's I don't remember his name either. But Crystal visits him, and you know she's kind of like, I'm still married, like but I don't know if I want to be married anymore. She's, she's kind of like seducing him. Yeah, but which like, feels so weird. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I I didn't like them together at all. I didn't like that priest. Yeah. I didn't like them together either. But I don't know. He has a, a weird vibe. Like Yeah. I, I feel like he's he's not really a good guy, even though he he is. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I definitely agree bad, with you, though. But I, I don't know. I was kind of I I was even suspecting that he has an evil background and that he'll do something bad. Yeah. But he didn't. But I don't know. He was giving me that vibe, that villain vibe. Oh, I definitely got the same vibe as you then because something was off for me. I was like, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see, I guess. Um, so we are headed back to the manor right now. And Adam sees that there's a bloody handprint outside Fallon's door. And he sees Kirby. He rushes in. He's like, oh, my gosh. And he is putting pressure on the wound. And, and Kirby's not responding. And that's all we see for right now. And yeah. Blake's on the um, phone with Anders. And he's like, well, yeah, they mentioned some, like, they were at some sort of, like, theater maybe. They mentioned a production. And Blake's like, why would they go to a theater? Fallon hasn't been to a theater since, like, she was in high school. And then he kind of figures it out. And so we go to the theater again, and they're just sitting on the stage. Fallon has Liam's jacket on. He's like, is this how you ever pictured your third wedding to be? <laughs> that was the cutest scene. Yeah. Them sitting like that. It's my favorite moment from the wedding. Yeah. And she's wearing his jacket. I always love when they wear the jacket. Yeah. And he's like, maybe we should consummate the marriage right here. And she's like, uh. <laughs> And then she's like, Oh, I already did. Or something like that. Or like some other guy. Yeah. She's like, but don't leave. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go get the champagne from the car. And she's like, well, it's probably warm. You know, she makes, she just has these like <laughs> funny one-liners. But then when Liam's leaving, we see Evan in the background. Which, yeah. if Liam's not there, that means Fallon's by herself. And Evan being there. Holding a knife, a knife and a rope. Yeah, exactly. And... I'm like, this is not going to be good. I was freaking out when I saw this live. Christy, you don't even understand. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, what is he going to do? Is he going to like hurt her? But how? I never got though. How did he figure out that they would be there? I mean, um, Kirby and Sam had a talk about it. They didn't text it. I you think know, maybe. The location. Yeah, I think maybe Kirby or um, sorry, I forgot his name. Evan. Um, he might when he had Kirby's phone. I think he might have either been able to see Fallon's location, like on through her phone, or she had told Kirby previously in text messages that we hadn't seen, like oh, oh. Like, we're gonna be at the theater. This is where you're gonna meet us, and then maybe he saw yeah. it that way. But we don't know for sure. They never mentioned it in the so in the show, so he could have like. Anyway, whatever. There there were bigger plot holes in the entire show, so we don't care about that. <laughs> it's a little detail at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, so back at the manor, Alexis confronts Jeff and she's like, um, so I heard that there can be minerals under the Carrington property. And she's like, just because we aren't really together anymore doesn't mean we can't be partners in business if you want to be. And, you know, Jeff kind of agrees. He's like, I do like, 
I do like diamonds. And she's like, and digging up the grounds to try to find the stuff would make Blake go crazy. <laughs> and, you know, that's their favorite thing. Jeff and Alexis's favorite thing to do is... Mess with Blake. Exactly. Yep. So... I think that um, the first thing they do in the morning is uh, wake up and... Uh, I don't know, check their schedules. And the first thing written on the schedule is uh, mess with Blake. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. We always think how they could screw over Blake that day. And then the last thing on their schedule is um, is a question to themselves. Did we ruin Blake's day enough today? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, for sure. How can we do better tomorrow? Right. Um, so then, you know, Alexis kind of tells Dom. She's like, oh, like, Jeff's in. Like, he won't know why he'll d pay for all the digging stuff, but he we're not going to tell him, like, that we're only that, getting it, kind of. Yeah, that there's Dominic involved in it because... Exactly. He would shut it down. Oh, 100%. But <laughs> back at the theater, um, Evan's walking really fast towards Fallon, and she, like, freaks out. She sees him, and she's calling out for Liam. She's like, help me, please. And he grabs her, and he's like... I will cut you with this knife if you make one more sound. Which yeah. is really scary. I felt so bad for her. And he ties her up with the rope. What was your reaction when you first saw it? Um, I think that the first time that I saw it, I, I knew that nothing bad would happen to her. But it was still kind of... It, it was making me nervous because yeah. she... He did stab Kirby. Yeah. So like, you don't know, like, we don't know at this point what he could do. And Dynasty, because it's a soap opera, they can do anything. Yes. And then, of course, the protagonist would get away with it. But yeah, still, they, they put you in a position where you're you're being nervous. And especially like the fact that this is going to be such a happy episode. You know, you can't just have a happy episode in Dynasty. There has to be something. <laughs> There has to be drama. I mean, that's why we all watch it. Absolutely, for sure. I mean, as, as much as we complain about stuff, we do love the drama. That's why we, we come back to the show. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever so, happens. Yeah, so he has Fallon tied up. He has the knife to her neck that he stabbed Kirby with. And he's like, I'm doing this for my sister. And yeah, I mean... You mentioned that it's the same knife and there was actually Kirby's blood on it. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, oh, gross. I know, exactly. And so, but Fallon is like, wait, so this whole thing is about Trixie. She's like, I'm sorry, it was an accident. I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. And he's, and, you know, he's just being super creepy, like whispering in her ear and being like, I kept stuff of yours. I kept a lock of your hair. <laughs> like, it's so freaky. And Fallon's oh trying God. to do this thing where, like, she's trying to agree with him. She's like, well, I thought we had something special, you know, trying to, like, talk him down from, you yeah, know, Yeah, making her believe, like, uh, this is going to go with him. Yeah. Without putting a fight and... Yeah, and it's kind of... wants this truth. Exactly. And it's kind of working because he lets go of her and he turns to face her. And she's like, um, the only reason I got back with Liam was because he didn't have amnesia anymore. And Evan's like, well, I tried, I tried to give you one last chance to choose me. I was delaying your wedding. And um, she's like, well, okay, we'll just calm down. We can talk about it. And then Liam walks in. And I kind of wish Liam did something a little bit more protective. I know he couldn't because 
he Evan had a knife to Fallon's throat. Yeah, he was afraid that something bad would happen to Fallon. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish he kind of would have, like, done something. I just want to see, like, protective Liam, you know. Yeah. But I understand there's only so much that you can do. But, um, so he turns around and he, like, gets Fallon back. Maybe, you was. know what? I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, uh, no, you're fine. Maybe if, uh, if Evan would have, you know, kind of run to Liam and started fighting with him maybe it would be you know more interesting to watch and we would see liam uh do more protective stuff and throw a punch yeah but i mean also evan would have a knife and you know we wouldn't want both talent and liam to get hurt at all yeah um, but definitely not but it, it would be nice to see him i don't know have a fight with him for sure yeah <laughs> i don't know why i want people to fight I just <laughs> it adds to, to the drama <laughs> it's the good part i love seeing people like fight especially in like soap operas you know it because it just adds so much more drama and stuff that you can't really express verbally mm-hmm. you know you can you, the characters will express it um physically but we go exactly. we stop for a minute on fallon and liam and anders walks into fallon room and he sh- sees that kirby's on the floor and adam is applying pressure to her wound <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like um adam has been framed without yeah. even having done anything yeah just he thinks adam just walked in uh, you know he the, he just had bad timing right exactly because adam was genuinely trying to help kirby um he cares for kirby you know and but anders has a gun and he points at adam, adam and he goes like if she dies you do too so he definitely thinks that Adam played some part in Kirby. Or that he even did this. Yeah, which we know is not true. But, I mean, I kind of understand where he's coming from just because Adam isn't a good guy. And it looks kind of shady. I mean, there is no knife around. And... Adam doesn't have a knife in his hand, so there's really no way he could have done it. But, I, I mean, he's probably, Anders is probably in shock from seeing his daughter stabbed, so. Yeah, but. I can but understand. He really kept it together, even though he saw Kirby like that. Yeah. I was expecting a bigger reaction. I mean, he something. did point a gun at Adam. Yeah, but I was still expecting some devastation or something yeah, I mean, absolutely it's I think your he, daughter anders yeah i think he was in shock too <laughs> um but back at the theater you know liam starts to move towards fallon and evan and he's like stay back stay back and um fallon's kind of apologizing to evan and she's like i'm sorry um this whole thing is making me nervous you know like there might be a chance where we can be together. She's at this point kind of bullshitting him and being like, sorry for my language, by the way. Um, (laughs) She's kind of like, you know, trying to get him to believe that they'll be together so that he'll leave her alone. She doesn't actually want to be together with him, but she's trying to just say this just so that he'll back off. Yeah, and and he looks so confused. Like, uh, should I believe her? Should I not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, But... I think there there is a part of him that wants to believe her, so... I mean, he delayed the wedding so that he could get married to her. Yeah, so he, he's not he's not attacking her at, 
at this point he's kind of safe but yeah yeah he's still he's still questioning her intentions so and i feel like he's kind of doing this in front of liam kind of saying like if i can't have her no one can like i think the knife to her throat was more to liam to Mm -hmm. see versus that he would actually do anything to fallon yeah so it was kind of like a like hey like if i can't have her you can't either liam like there's a knife to her throat kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but anyways he like kind of grabs her and he's facing her now but the knife is still at her throat and fallon looks at the side and i'm like what's going on and blake is there so blake and liam are kind of like talking with their eyes they make eye contact with each other and um, yeah because Evan doesn't know that uh, Blake is there. Right, exactly. Blake is standing, is standing behind him, so. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so Blake starts running. He's like, Liam, now. And so Liam has, like, the power grid next to him. Oops, sorry. Um, he has, like, the <laughs> power grid next to him, and he's like, Liam, do it now. And so Liam shuts off all the lights, and Blake tackles Evan to get away from Fallon. That's his daughter, you know? It's on her wedding day. Like, he doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. So Liam turns the lights back on and they run towards it. And he's very protective. He, like, puts his arm out so she doesn't fall into the orchestra pit. Mm. It was so sweet. Um, yeah. But, but I, uh, I know you will all think that I'm mean for saying that. But I always laugh when I watch this, Shin. Because the way you hear the drums... When Blake falls on top of them and the lights are out and then you open them and it's Blake laying there on the drums. I don't know. It's kind of funny because it's Blake and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they didn't fall too far. Um, But no. And and then Evan's like on top of like another instrument or something. But Fawn and Liam look down and they look nervous. And that's the end of the episode. Any final thoughts for you, Christy? Yeah. Um, I have to say that overall it was uh, a good episode. And one thing that I, I really enjoyed was seeing Dominic getting uh, getting something. I mean, she, she didn't have power in her hands. She was just yeah. there going around and asking for help and trying to get attention and money from other people. And she finally has something in her hands. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that helps a lot in her character development because she was, it it felt like she was intimidated by everyone being in power around her. Mm -hmm. And she was like the stray of, of exactly. the family and I don't know I, I love seeing her like this and I think the rest of the season will be really interesting absolutely um, I definitely her. agree and especially because you know we know she's a Carrington because her because Thomas Carrington had an affair with her mom so we know by blood she's a Carrington but we hadn't seen really anything left to Mm -hmm. her and this is the first thing that was left to her by thomas carrington so i think she you know i totally agree she is super pumped about this because she's finally getting her roots and getting stuff that like you know she deserves just as much as blake has gotten you know because she should have been born into that family she is a carrington by blood like maybe she's not full siblings with blake but they still have the same father she's 
as much of a Carrington as he is. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited and happy that she's finally, you know, getting the stuff that she deserved for her whole life because she mentioned that she grew up not getting this stuff. So yeah, it's like the whole flavor of her character changed. Exactly. I, I, I used to, to kind of question why is this is even there. Why are we wasting uh, scenes on Dominic? <laughs> because, okay, so I don't know. It's like every episode was the same for her. Like she wasn't doing anything different. She was just there begging. Mm-hmm. So now it's, I don't know. I, I love it. I love it. What's going on? I feel like the scenes aren't being wasted anymore. She's going somewhere. Absolutely. And I love that because I think she's a great character. Um, And I definitely want to see more out of her. Uh, Especially that she, you know, was bumped up to series regular in season three. So I think they should be getting, you know, more Mm -hmm. stuff out of her. Because she's a very talented actress. I really like Michael Michelle. Yeah, so I like her too. She definitely deserves to get a lot of great storylines. And I'm glad that she's finally getting this. You know how, you know, she has these mineral li- mineral rights left to her. But yeah, I definitely agree. Um, mm-hmm. Really excited that Fallon and Liam got married. It was a long time coming. Yes. Um, I mean, especially because they were supposed, well, this episode and the previous episode were supposed to be in season three. So Evan you know, attacking her at her wedding and um, her, him and Blake in the orchestra pit, that was supposed to be the finale of season three. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Because they only ended season three on episode 20 when it was ordered to be a 22 episode season. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. So they had to shut down early. And so I heard rumors and I've speculated and, you know, they've kind of said too that like, and this definitely, this episode had definitely much of a finale feel to it, mm-hmm. even though it's the start of the season, but definitely having that big injury where you're like, oh my gosh, is Blake alive? Is Evan alive? Um, <laughs> yeah. Definitely felt like it would have been the finale. So I think that this would have been the finale of season three, their wedding and stuff like that. Yeah, you you, you got to be right about that. Yeah, I but, didn't remember that season three only had 20 episodes. Yeah, so it just ended on, like, a random Yeah, episode. because, you know, I didn't... Um, this was my first hiatus of the show because mm-hmm. I watched season one, two, and three um, in two weeks or something. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the, the first time that I waited. And because I watched so many episodes in such a little time, I don't really remember, you know, the the number of episodes of each season, and I'm still getting confused sometimes about it. So, yeah. wow, yeah, I, I had no idea. Thank you for telling me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so <laughs> I am glad that this was not a finale because I wouldn't have been able to wait, like, six months to find out. Are you kidding me? What happens. <laughs> but, um... We got so much good, like, fluffy thallium stuff in this episode um, that I loved and I thought it was super sweet. You know, we got some Blake being deceitful, Alexis and Jeff being deceitful. We got Mm -hmm. um, Evan stabbing Kirby, Anders and Adam going after each other. Pretty much classic. Dynasty. Dynasty, (laughs) exactly. Um, 
Is there anything else um, you want to say before we wrap this up? Yeah, I want to I wanna actually say hi to our Twitter friends. Yeah. I want to say hi to Carolina, Dara, Kim, or Jim. She said it's Jimberly, actually. So that's how it's pronounced. I promised them I would mention all of them. Ash. Yeah. Um, not forgetting anyone. Anna. It's so nice. I think that the nicest thing that uh, came out of me starting watching Dynasty is that I met you guys and I love chatting with you about the episodes and analyzing characters every day. And I just love you guys. Yeah, (laughs) me too, you guys. We appreciate you so much. And everyone else who's like listening to this too, um, I appreciate you guys, you know, um letting me make this for you i really enjoy dynasty i really enjoy talking about it um so thank you for listening and thank you for you know just allowing me to do this i have so much fun doing it um and like you said all the friends that i've made through this is amazing you know and i could not be grateful could not be more grateful for you guys you are the best. It makes me be on Twitter for 10 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> and probably even more. So thank you to all of you guys and thank you to my other group chats and my other friends who I'm not in a group chat with, but I love dearly. Um, and thank you also to anybody who makes like edits. Like I know there are some very talented people who make edits and yeah. write stuff for us. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. You help keep us sane when we are in hiatus. <laughs> um, right. So, yes. And I would definitely also men- uh, um, mention, no, uh, suggest. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> anyway, my brain stuck. Um, I would also suggest uh, to every dynasty fan to actually take the opportunity and join you in this podcast because i know you're open to it and yes i don't know it's it's been amazing for me and i'm definitely glad that i was with you today i'm so glad you're with me too thank you so much for joining yeah if anybody else ever wants to join just let me know i love talking about dynasty so much and people in my real life don't like it as much as I do. So (laughs) talking about it with other people who genuinely enjoy it as much as I do is amazing. Um, Thank you so much for coming on to this with me, Christy. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime you want to come on, just let me know. So you guys can follow me on Twitter at Delena. So that's F-A-L-L-I-A-M-S-D-E-L-E-N-A. That's my just regular dynasty account or you can follow this podcast on twitter at dynasty fan pod um you can also email me any thoughts or questions or any anything you kind of just really want to say um the dynasty fan podcast at gmail.com um you should go and definitely definitely follow our guest christy today she is at fallon's dynasty underscore so Definitely go check out her account. Um, do all the things. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe and please like and leave a comment about how you like the episode and any critiques or any theories that you have or any comments on certain things that have in the episode are definitely welcomed. So again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me, Christy. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. See you later. See you.